Welcome to the Help Myself Podcast. Today is July 8th of 2020. I am your host, John M. Singletary Sr. I got to throw that senior in there because we know my co-pilot is John M. Singletary Jr., affectionately known as LJ. Um, And so we are are delighted and proud to come to you and share uh, our perspective, thoughts, uh, current events, things of that matter. And today we're looking forward to next month, uh, the first enlisted lead of an armed forces in United States history, Chief Master Sergeant Joanne Bass. She will be the Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force. And again, that's the first female enlisted lead of an armed forces in United States history. So we celebrate this first, but we have to anchor the fact that because we're having a first like this in 2020, we know there's more to the story. Also, Breonna Taylor, it has been over three months, almost four months, 117 days, I believe, and still no arrests. So we continue to stand for Breonna Taylor. We mentioned so many other names, but keep her name uh, alive and well because she deserves justice. Her family deserves justice. And then we also want to talk about the tragic case of Vanessa Guillen at Fort Hood in Texas. And then the tragic comments and how we've got to change that culture. Because although the comments were tragic, there is a truth to them that for so long women have been engaged in a good old boys game to be able to just showcase their skills, abilities and talents. It is unfair. It is unacceptable. And it has to change. And we need to definitely step up and be allies. So we'll be talking about those things real quickly today as we come up with ways to help ourselves with the Help Myself podcast. can't help myself. I have to inspire. I have to encourage and I have to be the best version of myself I possibly can be. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to help ourselves. So again, 
Thank you so much for tuning in. A lot to talk about. Um, definitely want to get into the habit of having these conversations more often. Want to get in the habit of putting this out there, you know, so that we can um, get used to this perspective. Also, you know, I got to get my skills up. So when I start having guests on, you know, I got my editing game and all that going on. But as we come to you on this uh, morning on July 8th, a lot of things on my mind. And really, I want to stress the importance of us being allies as a man. You know, we talk about the situation, the tragic situation with a soldier that desired to serve her country and was stationed at Fort Hood. In Texas, Colleen, Texas, very familiar with Fort Hood. Uh, I am originally from Texas, so very familiar with that area, very familiar uh, with that Army post. And um, she was found murdered. And the last contacts from her, she had uh, discussed harassment, uh, being pressured, being uh, bullied by her leadership. And... It's tragic that we kind of just sweep these things under the rug because, you know, as men serving in the military, our female counterparts go through things that we can't even imagine that are just normalized. And sometimes we just got to get out of the way. I think a lot of times we get uh, ourselves messed up because when somebody has a experience that we haven't experienced our first instinct is to defend ourselves and say that we're good people. You know, um, you know, if a young woman comes to a, a man serving in similar capacity and talks about their experiences, the first instinct is to say, well, I'm a good guy. I don't do things like that. But the conversation is not an indictment of what you do. It's an it's a conversation about the experiences, the unique experiences and struggles uh, that they have that. We never have to face. There are things that I don't even have to talk about. I've even said it jokingly, you know, on most days, uh, unless I really, really need to shave badly, the way I wake up in the morning is basically how I'm going to look all day. And the world is just fine with that. They don't have any expectations of, of me uh, doing anything different. But and again, like I said, I said this jokingly, but there's so much truth to it. You know, there's there is an unspoken expectation for a woman to present herself in a certain way, to behave in a certain way. There's so much pressure, so many things where I can go about my day freely, where um, a woman in the same position as myself has so many things that she has to think about just before she gets her day started. And it doesn't stop there, the way they're treated. Like when I walk in a parking garage, leaving the mall late at night, I don't feel threatened or intimidated, um, you know, and, and, and just things, things like that. So we've got to put ourselves in the position of being allies because what happened to Vanessa again, what has happened to so many women, what continues to happen to women, we cannot sit by idly and allow it. So we have to stand up. We have to make sure that her story is heard. We have to make sure that we continue to do the work to break down these barriers that exist in our society. It is important. And uh, their stories need to be told and heard. And the people telling them need to be them. I don't want to be in a position of trying to mansplain a situation that I have not uh, experienced myself. 
And so one of the things that I've personally been focusing on, especially this year, but I, I believe I started to have a change in my perspective, is one of the things I wanted to focus on is agency. Uh, an agency is basically when it's something that doesn't necessarily impact you, but yet you still have an opinion on uh, how somebody else uh, should operate. And so agency is saying it is your life. Uh, it is your perspective. And it is my um, not right, but my responsibility. There we go. It's my responsibility to basically keep my opinions, keep my perspectives out of your business when it comes to you being a person and expressing yourself in the way that you desire to express yourself and living out your truth. We all deserve to have agency. So when we start there, I start to realize that people should not be subjugated to bend to the will of my opinion on stuff that doesn't uh, impact me. Now, when it's my business and it's my life and it's my son and all of that, I have every right to get involved, to have an opinion, to have a say so. But when we're talking about somebody else and how they decide to live, yes. how they dress, yes. uh, <laughs> LJ agrees, you know, where they want to work, who they want to love, yes. all of these things, people deserve agency to make these opinions. And it's not yes. um, gender rights, it's not, uh, you know, sexual orientation rights, they're basic human rights. Yes. Yeah, so agency. And so we've got to keep her name uh, going. We yeah. need to, you know, like we there, there's so many things going on in the world. And the, and the, the real truth of it all is, is, you know, we, we still have things going on because of racial inequality and serious inequity. Then there's gender inequality and there's, you know, xenophobia and, and so many things going on. And a society can't be truly free until everybody in that society is free. So this idea that we need to fix one and leave the rest as they are, it's tragic uh, and it's misguided. So everything that's wrong, we, now, now everybody doesn't have the bandwidth to do all things, but all of that, if we're all free, then our society is better because of that. And so whenever there's injustice somewhere, there's injustice everywhere. And we can never be the society that, that we could possibly be as long as we allow injustices, inequalities, oppression, uh, and all of these things continue to exist. And so um, the comment that was made, or let me paraphrase because I don't have the exact comment, but there was a retired lieutenant colonel from the Air Force that basically said, why are you whining? This is the cost of admission into the good old boys club. And it's a shame that that's the cost of admission to be sexually harassed, bullied, to made to be feel less than for your life to actually be on the line. It is unacceptable. We should not be able to stomach it. We should be allies where in our workspaces, in our personal spaces, listening to these stories and then stepping forward and and definitely saying that we are not going to stand for these things in our lives, in our workspaces, in our society. 
you know, I've addressed my teams and I, I still have some more addresses to make. But, you know, I feel passionate about this because it's something that women deal with all of the time. And so they're speaking about it all the time. But as allies, we need to take up this fight too. not just, oh, well, I know them, so I'm going to advocate for them. But I believe we need to advocate for it in its totality. So we've got to be allies. We've got to speak up. We've got to dismantle this system that basically states that only a certain group of people will get the full inclusiveness, protections and benefits of a system, a system that if it's going to be the best that it can possibly be, then everybody involved needs to be a part of that system. And so I'm passionate about that. And I personally want to develop as an ally and I, I want to grow as an outspoken ally. Um, so we talk about that and that that really leads into our other two topics, you know, to to be at a point where we're almost four months in since Brianna Taylor was murdered while sleeping in her home and no conversations, no uh, adjudication, nothing going on in, in, in the in the cause of, of bringing her murderers to justice. Now, um, and I, I, I almost feel ashamed that I have to explain this, but this isn't, oh, well, you know, I can't stand the police. And we need to be clear. When Why do we live in a society where we can't critique a totally, totally, tragically bad act without it seeming to be a critique of the entire organization. I mean, I know that I'm a member of the Air Force, and when somebody in the Air Force does something horribly wrong, I never feel like by judging that terrible act that you're judging everybody that wears an Air Force uniform. I've just never felt like that. I feel like if somebody commits a, a, we hold ourselves to a standard that we shouldn't accept that. And, and, and I believe that, that we need to definitely continue to keep Breonna Taylor's name uh, in the forefront because she deserves justice. Her family deserves justice. Um, and we, we talk about Black Lives Matter. We say the names and, and, and we can, you know, say by, you know, we can just, just, just rattle them off. You know, we can talk about George Floyd. We can talk about Alton Sterling. We can talk about Mike Brown. You know, we can talk about Tamir Rice. And, uh, you know, we can just just rattle those names off. But it's not only men. They're women. And so um, Breonna Taylor is, is really a, a turning point, in my opinion, that we've got to keep her name in the forefront. Uh, there's so many other names. We need to say their names, say her name. We need to say uh, the names of the women. And it just goes to show you how patriarchal of a society that we live in where our clarion call is for the names of men, but there are women that have suffered the same, if not more, injustices, and their names are said in the background. So her name needs to be in the forefront we need to continue to put pressure on the DA in Kentucky. We need to continue to state that case loudly, share it on your socials, have the discussions, um, all of these things, because Breonna Taylor deserves justice. Uh, she is a valuable contributor. She was a great person 
doing what she could to make this world better and she did not deserve to die the way she did. And so we must say her name. Um, and then when we think about the historic first, Chief Master Sergeant Joanne Bass will be the first female Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force and the first female enlisted lead of an armed forces in United States history. And all of these firsts, you know, we have the first uh, this and the first that and the first woman. And we've got to understand that at no point in history have uh, these people ever been undeserving of the responsibilities of the access to these positions. But it was prohibited. It was prohibited. Women were allowed to serve in the armed forces beginning in 1948. 1948. Prior to that, they were prohibited from serving. And in the 21 years that I have been in, there were still restrictions. I joined in the late 90s and there were still restrictions on jobs that women could serve in that have been recently rescinded. So when we think that we've, you know, arrived, there is still work to be done. Because for us to be saying the first enlisted female lead of an armed forces in 2020, shame on us. Congratulations. We, we uh, applaud, you know, everything that she has accomplished but we mourn because there have been so many before her that were just as deserving. And it was because of the barriers that have been placed up in this society that we need to work to break down. We celebrate because we recognize that that's another barrier uh, that has been broken down, but we will not be complacent because we do understand that there are still those that hold those attitudes uh, that, and I'm just gonna say it how it needs to be said, that those senior leader positions, not only in our armed forces, but in our business industries and in our country should only be held by white men. And this is a failure to our country. This is a failure for what we stand up for because we should be inclusive, diverse. And when everyone gets an opportunity to operate in their skills, gifts and talents, we are better as a collective. We are hurting ourselves by closing out the amazing, talented people that are not eligible to do these things because of systems that were set up in an old time. And so we've got to be vigilant. We've got to continue to sell. We, we celebrate. We celebrate. I uh, was having many conversations because uh, Chief Wright, who is the current Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, uh, he's the second black lead of uh, the second black chief master sergeant of the Air Force. And, you know, we were celebrating that, but we were all coming to the conclusions like, hey, we still got a ways to go. There's so many other diverse groups that deserve this opportunity. So bravo to the Air Force for getting this one right. Bravo for diversity to inclusiveness because we're here to serve everyone. And everyone has the opportunity to serve. And so bravo to that. But we have to work on being allies. We have to really get that idea in our head of agency. Agency. And we've got to continue to break down these barriers. Say her name. Breonna Taylor deserves justice. Um, we need to be diverse 
in all of our forms and fashions. And we need to be allies because our women are being subjected to treatment that if if the treatment that the women in your life receive is not the kind of treatment that you would want somebody close to you, such as your mother, your sister, your daughter, your aunt, if if you would not want them to be treated that way, then we should not want any woman to be treated that way. We should not want any woman to be fearful of their well-being because they do not give in to the sexual advances of a man in power. It is tragic. It's disgusting. And it's got to stop. And the way that it stops is not just that women by themselves continue to fight this fight. But we as men, we as men in power, we have to be allies and we have to work with them to dismantle these systems. They have the vision. And too many times we have the position and the power. And what good is position and power if you don't use it for good? And so I believe that when we use our powers to help others, we're helping ourselves because we're self-actualizing. We're realizing who we are and what we're really meant to do in this world. And so fight those powers that be, say her name, be an ally. We'll celebrate the firsts. But as we celebrate these first, we won't be complacent. We'll continue to do the work to break down those barriers. Listen, listen, I don't mean to hold you any longer. I'm so thankful that you took the time to listen. Uh, Action steps. I want you to just continue to be um, educated on these situations. Read up on the stories. Read up about Breonna Taylor. Read up on Vanessa Ginn. Read up on Chief Master Sergeant Joanne Bass. Be um, aware of what's going on. Educate yourself and then consider ways to be an ally. Definitely, definitely be an ally. Be a proponent of agency. And we've got to say their name. They deserve justice. They deserve opportunity. They deserve freedom. They deserve our protection from the horrible abuses that have become commonplace that are still commonplace still in 2020. Thank you. And until next time, get your life and obviously help yourself.